Hola, you amazing artists. It's Rafi and Klee. And today we are back with the podcast. podcast. I don't know what we're back from, but we're back from something. We're always back from something. <laughs> so uh, we got a question today, yes? Yeah, and actually this is going to be a hybrid of two questions dealing with being an artist in social situations. Okay. The social element of being a working artist. So the first question is, I read and hear other artists talk about the importance of getting seen and socializing. Does this mean I will never be a successful working artist? And this artist talks about how they do a lot of events, but it's exhausting for them because they're introverted. They prefer the company of trees. They like to be alone. Art is a way for them to calm their overactive mind. When they do socialize, they prefer it to be about important topics. They don't like making small talk. Ah, I see. I see. The second part of this question actually comes from one of our patrons who is uh, an awesome human and was feeling like she was dealing with art snobs at a recent reception. Ah, we're talking about Kelly, the awesome Kelly. Yes. Yeah. One of the things that uh, really stood out to me about the first question um, was the topic of uh, talking about important things. Like, I want to talk about important things. Mm -hmm. And what's interesting about that is that uh, a lot of times we... Uh, separate small talk from the important things. Yeah, like they're two different things. Because I've found myself in situations like that where I don't want to talk about the weather. I don't want to talk about, you know, uh, the typical the typical greeting, which is like, how's work? Or, you know, how's life? Well, same shit, different day. You know, those those responses where somebody asks you a question or you ask somebody a question, but you're not really paying attention to the answer. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, the weather's looking pretty good. Like, you don't care. You don't want to talk about the weather. You just have nothing. You don't know what to talk about. Yeah, it's true. And I typically um, struggle with those small talk situations also. In my experience, you don't have to do the small talk. Like, you don't have to. The only reason that we feel that we have to do the small talk is because we're afraid that people might respond to the questions or the things that we want to talk about. She even says in that question... That it puts people off. Yeah, that it puts people off. And the truth of the matter is that who cares? I mean, if you have something that you feel passionate about or that you want to talk about, you have two choices. Either you do talk about it or you spend your time too afraid that you're going to put people off. Whenever I'm feeling like an introvert or feeling closed in, is that I'm more concerned about how people are going to respond to me instead of just me speaking my voice and talking about the things that I'm interested in. Yeah. When it comes to social events, there are two routes that I could go. Either A, you're more concerned about what other people think of you, and so you try to fit into some neat box that you've made up in your head of what you're supposed to do, and that is very uncomfortable. Or you go and you decide that you're just going to be yourself and you're going to have as much fun as you possibly can. And not worry at all about the response. Yeah, because uh, it is exhausting. It is exhausting to go and try to play some role or pretend to be a certain way or try to fit in. That is completely exhausting. Totally. Um, so early on doing shows and markets, I thought you had to be on I say right. that in quotation marks, and I didn't really even knew I didn't really even know what that meant. But um, basically, I thought it meant like strike up a full conversation with every human that you see come into your booth, right? And um, and be 
full on high energy the whole time, which, you know, like when you're having a good time, that energy comes across. But when you're forcing it, when you're not genuinely feeling it, that is totally exhausting. I used to come home exhausted all the time from shows. And I realized like, I, I do need for myself to just be my authentic self. So if I'm having a quiet sort of day, I still greet people with a smile. I'm still present. Yeah. But I'm not overly chatty. When you think about it, um, being on, like, what does that even mean? Does being on mean that you are, like, hyper and excited and that you're this example of what it means to be a go-getter? Yeah, you know? totally. And for me, that meant uh, being on meant being something that I'm not, some exaggerated version of myself that's not authentic. Yeah, and what's interesting about that is that when you are genuinely having a really good time, all of those those being on features are there, but they're genuine and they're real. They're, it's... We're so used to when it comes to any kind of selling or social or any kind of interaction that we have with other people that we are supposed to be like these salespeople that are on or we're off. Right. And really what it comes down to, you're just having one-on-one interaction with people, whether or not you're at a market and you're selling something or you're socializing at some event. And I understand that. You know, it could be exhausting if you are trying to be something that you're not, but you don't have to be anything other than you. I fully agree. One of the reasons I have a hard time with this question is because uh, people are used to defining themselves in like permanent terms. Like they'll call themselves an introvert and then they're just an introvert for the rest of their lives. Right. Or they call themselves an extrovert and then they're just an extrovert. And the truth is that like, Every situation calls for a different response. So if you're comfortable in a situation, if you're hanging out with your friends, um, you'll define what an extrovert means. Or if you're in a situation where you feel uncomfortable, you'll, you'll definitely define what an introvert means. Yeah. So I definitely would have labeled myself as an introvert for most of my life. Um, but the truth is I love interacting with people. Um, and I think everyone is a mixture of both things. Yeah. It just depends on how you're feeling. Yeah. And I mean, the, if you are going to an event and you are not having a good time and you're being, you're trying to present yourself as something that you feel like you're not presenting yourself and uh, you feel kind of closed off and you feel like uh, you don't want to really make small talk then yeah, you're definitely going to identify with an introvert. But the truth is that you just don't want to go and make bullshit small talk. You want to have like a good conversation about something and being surrounded by a bunch of people that now you've identified as them. It's the same thing that happens with a lot of like the fast food industry. Uh, when I was a corporate trainer, I would train people to remember that just because there's a counter in the way, it's not us versus them. It's not me versus the customer. And I think that the same mentality goes in when you are going to a social function because it always feels like everybody else at the social function knows each other and has been there and hang out together and you're the outcast. Yeah, I think we've all definitely faced that situation. A couple of things that I think are helpful to remember is that just about everyone feels some measure of awkward at arts gatherings and social situations. I mean, in any social situation, people feel that. And that's why I'm saying, like, if you have that feeling right from the get-go where it's me versus them, 
um, then you're going to really, really suffer in that situation. You're not going to have a good time because you're not uh, seeing that you relate to anybody there. You've basically generalized an entire grouping of people into one thing versus just going around and seeing if you could have a one-on-one -on -one conversation with somebody. What are the chances that there's somebody else at this event that is walking around uh, feeling like they don't want to make stupid small talk. They want to talk about the same things that you want to talk about. It's likely, especially at art gatherings. Yeah, exactly. I can tell you that any time that I've gone into an event worried about what people are going to think of me, I'm setting myself up for a bad time. Oh, yeah. That guaranteed. becomes that becomes the self-fulfilling prophecy. Basically, whatever you've set out in motion ahead of you, you're going to make sure that it plays out that way for yourself. I do have a couple of tricks for art shows and art gatherings that have helped me be more comfortable in those situations. Yeah. One is to um, bring a friend. Usually that friend is you. Yeah. At the market, a lot of times it's my friend Monica. We have such a good time together, me and you, me and Mon, that that energy translates and helps us interact with other humans. If I'm by myself, I usually give myself something to do. So like at the market, I busy myself tinkering and dusting and polishing my jewelry. It keeps me occupied so I can just easily switch between that and greeting people. Yeah. And then I'm present, but I'm not just waiting. Before the event where Kelly contacted us and she was a little bit nervous about going to the event because she's standing there looking at a painting or something and she glances over at the other person that's looking and then the other person just looks away and gives her this impression like they're a snob. And I think really what it comes down to is um, you go to an event and you're more concerned about the way that people are going to respond to you, whether or not you fit in and why fit in when you were created to stand out. Yeah. That's my approach when it comes to any kind of art event is I know that I'm a standout and I'm just going to go and do my thing and have a good time for me. And I'm not going to concern myself with whether or not anybody else thinks I belong. And really, if someone's offended by that, then they can go take a hike. Yeah, exactly. They could go shove a bucket of I'm not going to say it. But most of the time, <laughs> it's stuff like this. I think the truth of the matter is you th you might think you're dealing with art snobs, but people make weird and sometimes inappropriate facial expressions because they're also nervous. Maybe they're shocked that someone made the effort to say hello to them and their face looks all surprised and shocked. Yeah, like if they feel like they're a super introvert and then you're like, hey, how are you? And they look at you like, oh, do I know this person? Yeah. They go through this whole internal battle inside their head. And all you see is somebody being art snobbish and looking away. Totally. So I've been told on more than one occasion that when I'm really interested in what someone is saying, my eyes get all squinty and my face looks somewhat like I'm disgusted. Yeah. You, because you, I'm focused. You, you do totally look disgusted sometimes so when, when I we're think, having a conversation. I think I might come <laughs> across as a snob or judgmental when it is definitely not the case. So that's something because I'm aware of it that I work on. But yeah. I think a lot of people probably aren't aware. Yeah. And I mean, and that's the thing that no matter what social function you go to, you're going to be dealing with different people. You're going to be dealing with people that are introverted and don't, you know, don't know how to interact with people. They identify with that. Uh, you're going to deal with people that are extroverted that identify with that. You're going to deal with people that don't know 
how to get out of the house much and do things and they don't they don't even know what to do with their hands you know mm-hmm. like they're you're going to deal with a with a variety of people at any function that you go to let alone an art function where it's a bunch of um beautiful weirdos yeah beautiful weirdos that's you're basically going to a function full of beautiful weirdos and some of these beautiful weirdos are insecure and try to compensate by making themselves feel better by being snobbish some of these beautiful weirdos close up their their walls and don't want to let anybody in and it's just going to an event and having a good time now the other part the other part of this question uh was they they won't be able to succeed because they feel uncomfortable yeah, going the, to these things. The, at the core of it is do a, is it true that you have to do this? Yeah. to succeed as an artist. Yeah, and no. No you don't. You no. don't have to go to art events. You don't have to do anything. It makes it much easier for you to put yourself out there in a way where other people can find you. And not only that, but you know, you then you've got the labels. The moment that you win an award at one of these things, uh, you become an award-winning artist. Mm-hmm. But I've also sometimes not wanted to go to yeah. an art reception when my artwork is there because uh, I don't really feel like going. And usually, if I don't feel like going, there have been times where I haven't gone. There have been times where I decided that I just wanted to do a walkthrough and see what was up. Um, because I, I just didn't feel like socializing. Sometimes you just don't feel like going out. Sometimes you feel like just staying in. Yeah. And I think that's perfectly okay. And sometimes you go and you are feeling very internal. And in those times, I actually enjoy just taking an observer role and enjoying all the beautiful weirdness of all these people, but not necessarily actively engaging with anyone. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, and, and that's the thing. You don't have to engage with people in order to become successful. Wherever it is that you're hearing this, that's fine. Maybe uh, for those artists, that's the kind of thing that worked for them. Maybe they attribute their success to the fact that they were out talking to people at different events and things like that. But in all honesty, um, it's not that simple. It's not about, oh, well, if I go to more events and I talk to more artists and more people, then maybe I'll become more successful. Like, it doesn't work that way. You go to these events for you. And if you are going to go to the event and you feel closed off and you feel like an introverted person, it shouldn't be because um, you want to reach the right people and reach success. It should be because you want to go to this event and you want to show yourself that you can have a good time despite how it is that you might be feeling or pre-paving this event. It's all about your own internal growth. It doesn't have anything to do with meeting the right people or the more people you talk to, the more uh, you become successful, it has more to do with how much you're growing inside. Obviously, if you're going to sell art for a living, you're going to have to talk to people every once in a while, whether it's the fa- occasional yeah, person, yeah. whether or not it's face to face or via email or on the phone. And if you can't do that, you're going to have some difficulty. You're going to have to definitely blaze your own trail. In that situation. If you go to an art event and every single time you are heading into it feeling exactly the same way, you feel uh, this this really sucks, I'm worried about this, I'm worried about that, and you're not doing any internal work to try and get past those things and see how much you could possibly enjoy this event without it being so taxing on you, 
um, then where is your growth? You're not growing. You're just heading into the same situation, feeling the same exact way every single time. And so the more art events you do, the more opportunity it gives you to kind of push outside of your comfort zone and do something that you've not done before, which might be just have a good time at this event and not concern yourself with what other people think of you. And give yourself the opportunity to enjoy something without any pre-assumptions about how it's going to go. Yeah. Yeah. At the point in my life where I had said, like, I don't like engaging with people, it's exhausting for me, it's, I don't like to have to be on, I had to ask myself, well, why? Why am I saying those things? Why am I saying that I don't like engaging with people? Because the truth is, I really like people. I find people fascinating. And the underlying thing, not to open a can of worms here, is that I had made assumptions about what they were going to be about. And also, at its core, I was afraid that if I was myself, people wouldn't like me. Yeah. That they would think I was stupid, that I didn't have anything worthwhile to say, that I was weird, that I was this, that I was that. It was fear of judgment. That That's what I see. This statement of, uh, you know, I don't want to talk about small talk. I don't want to do this. That's the assumption that you already know what all of them are going to talk about. This Mm -hmm. is what they are going to talk about. I want to talk about more important things. Mm -hmm. The term more important is relative anyway. Yeah. So like things that are important to you, that's basically what it comes down to. You want to talk about things that are important to you, not things that are more important in the world. They're more important to you, then yes, talk about them at this event. And if people are turned off by it, then they're turned off by it. And then they're not your people. Yeah, they're that's not okay. your people. That's that's the thing. When you are going to an event and you're socializing, it's not about making more friends. Right. You don't just want to make more friends and behave like a fake ass to to get more friends. Let me behave this way. Let me conform. Let me get into a little box and become exactly what they want me to be so I could fit in. Like that's not, that's not the way that you actually make connections. The way you make connections is you go to an event, you behave like yourself, uh, interact with people the way that you want to interact with people. And then the people that are turned off by it, they go away. They're not the people, they're not your people. You're not going to hang out with them. But the people that are connecting with you, then those become your people. Mm -hmm. And that's what the event is. If you go into it already assuming that everyone else there is a certain way, then you've set yourself up to not have a good time. Yeah, totally. Try to to not worry about what people are going to think or how they're going to react to who you genuinely are and try to make the most of it if you decide to engage with people in that way. Yeah. Have a good time at whatever it is that you're doing because that's all you can really do. And if if you feel like leaving, then go. Yeah, totally. No one can make you stick around somewhere you're having a bad time. Yeah. And allow yourself to maybe be pleasantly surprised by what happens. Look, I love the company of trees also. Trees are great companions. Absolutely. But humans are too. They can be if you allow them to be. Not every human is going to be as pleasant as it is being sure. with trees. Um, but some humans will. And I think I think it's the you you nailed it when you said give yourself the opportunity to be pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Because there have been so many opportunities, uh so many times in the last few years where I have 
actually not wanted to go to an event got myself to a point where it's like you know what let me just go let me just have a good time and if i'm not having a good time i could leave and gone to the event with no expectations and have been very pleasantly surprised at the event with the people that i've met and some of the conversations that i've had so um, it's all about how much you could make the most of the experience without taking the concern, getting rid of the concern of what other people might think of you. You're not there to impress anyone. You're there to have a good time for yourself, for you. Yeah. And that's it. That question was from C. And also, I want to give a big shout out to Kelly because Kelly did go to the event and she said that it was fine. She had a good time. So big shout out there. This week, I'm releasing my calendars. For anybody that uh, follows me on social media, you'll have seen one of my calendars. And the deadline for that is the first. So if you want to order one of your limited edition calendars, uh, just make sure that you go to my website and uh, you can see them there. And also, you guys, I want to hear about any interactions that you've had and how it is that you deal with uh, big social situations uh, and and what kind of tips and tricks you might have for going to an event that maybe you're a little bit nervous about going to. Yeah, I know you guys have the tricks up your sleeves, too. Yeah. Yeah, all the tricks up the sleeves. And in case you were wondering, Clee is feeling a little bit under the weather. <laughs> yeah, I have a little bit of winter plague trying to get me. Yeah, so. which which is great timing because we're heading into the busy holiday season. Yeah. Uh, and yep. Which means I am getting enough rest and hydrating, but I'm also trying to stay positive and keep momentum going. Exactly. And thank you so much for listening, you guys. You guys are absolutely amazing. I totally adore you. And if you like this and you want to listen to more like this, just click somewhere around here to subscribe. And that's it. Say goodbye, Clee. Good day. Adios.